What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. Before we do any of that, though, let's talk about some Cowboys football. Specifically, let's talk about one of the players, if not the player, under the most pressure in 2023. The question for you in the chat is, do you agree or disagree that Tyler Smith, second-year player in 2023, by the way, rookie season is over for Mr. Tyler. Do you agree or disagree that he will be under the most pressure in 2023? And I will make my case as we go here on the show. But offensive line is going to be one interesting position, man, for the Dallas Cowboys. And in my opinion, it does start with Mr. Uh, Tyler Smith. Because even though it would it will only be his second year, it is a tough situation for him. Once more, he doesn't even know what position he will be playing next season. Drafted as a tackle, prepared as a rookie, ended up playing at left tackle during the regular season, and then heading into the playoffs, the Cowboys were like, guess what? You're going back to guard. And now we don't even know what the situation is going to be for number 73, what the situation is going to be like for, for him. I think he's under a lot of pressure just based on the fact that he will have to deal with that preparation once more without knowing what is ahead for him. So let me know in the chat, do you agree or disagree? Let's see here. Uh, Toxic Tom disagrees. Let's see. Gregory disagrees. T. Silla disagrees. Jeff Clark as well. A lot of people. A lot of people will be disagreeing with this one from what I can see in the chat. I respect it 100%. Jason Chavez says disagree. David Cowboy said uh, disagree. He passed this year. And and hey, let me... Let me Maybe, maybe this is uh, where a big part of the disagreement is from is coming from. I don't mean this at all from a point of view of, you know, oh, his job is in danger or something like that, because obviously it isn't. But I'm talking about pressure to perform. I agree that he passed this year. Tyler Smith was actually pretty remarkable in 2022. But man, I do think that being in a position in which the Cowboys have changed your position from one moment to another and then the season is over and once more you don't know where you're going to belong in the offensive line they're putting a lot on his plate now they're doing that because the Cowboys believe in him and we saw a very solid season from him and let me and and let me say this too I don't think that it was also like oh he was an elite lineman in the NFL this year but he wasn't a liability. And that by itself was a huge win for Mr. Tyler Smith. But I am excited to see how he deals with this heading into 2023. 
Because, man, I don't even know where, where he's going to play. Let me know in the chat. And this is the perfect transition into the entire conversation that we're going to have right now about the offensive line. Where do you think he will play? Let me know in the chat. Do you think he's going to be a tackle in 2023? Or do you think he is going to be a guard next season? And of course, it all has to do with what happens with some of the other linemen in Dallas. The entire offensive line group is a big question mark. And, you know, we knew that going into the offseason, but not even going to lie. Uh, as I prepared this show, tonight's show, I kind of realized that it might be a bigger concern than we are actually uh, giving it credit for being a concern. I'm excited about Tyler Smith. I don't, I don't want to come off as me doubting Tyler Smith right now. I'm just saying, man, they asked him to be a guard in the offseason. They asked him to be a tackle in the regular season, then a guard back in the playoffs. And then even if they tell him, hey, listen, the plan is for you to play tackle or guard, he knows that it can change at any moment because the Cowboys trust him in that kind of way. So uh, while you give me your answers, and before I give you mine and we get into the Tyron Smith conversation as well, let me talk to you about our friends over at freemanmazda.net. They make this show possible every night. And you can check out their dealership over at Irving, Texas. You can also check out their website over at freemanmazda.net and their wide range of new and used vehicles alongside with their pictures, their features, everything on the website. You can even get your free quote and all of that. And as always, we do have the ride of the week. And since it is Thursday, it is actually the last time that this will be the ride of the week before we move on into the next one. But I am talking about the Mazda 2023 Mazda CX-50 2.5 Turbo All-Wheel Drive. This one starts at $38,535. It's got a sunroof. It's got all-wheel drive, a Wi-Fi hotspot, hands-free liftgate, a lane departure warning, and a miles per gallon capacity of 23 when you are in the city. That goes up to 29 when you are in the highway. So make sure you check out FreemanMazda.net, family-owned business for over 65 years. And when you choose Freeman Mazda, you're choosing a lifelong partnership with your car dealer. So let's keep talking about uh, Tyler, who had to play 102 snaps at left guard. 1,022 at left tackle. This is during the regular season. Where does he go from here? What position does he play moving uh, forward? Let's see what you have to say in the chat. Jason Chavez goes with left tackle. Holly goes with left guard. Uh, J-Matt goes with tackle. Gregory with tackle. Sean goes with left tackle. David Cowboy, though, with uh, LG. Toxic Tom goes with left tackle. I think that Tyron starts at right tackle. Brian goes with left tackle as well. And that is the key question, man. What happens with Tyron? And I don't think that even the Cowboys know right now what, what is actually going to play out in that spot. And that's part of what I mean with Tyler being under a lot of pressure this, this offseason. And here's the thing. Here is the thing. You can save money by moving on from Tyron Smith, but you would be, you know, left with a huge question mark 
over at right tackle, left tackle, and even left guard because Tyler is involved in that. But if the Cowboys move on from Tyron and say that they cut him, they would open up $9.5 million in cap savings. And here is the kicker. Tyron Smith didn't do great at right tackle. I know that that is a possibility. Just, you know, giving him an entire offseason to find himself back into that position. But there's also the Terrence Steel factor, and we will get into that as well. But I think that the Cowboys are approaching this knowing that they can save a lot of space in the cap and also knowing that right tackle didn't work out as well as they had hoped for for number 77. So I actually think that the Cowboys might be looking to keep Tyron over on the left side. And that's where the Tyler conversation gets even more interesting. Is he going to play guard for one more season before Tyron moves on? And then finally, year three of his career, he's moving back to tackle just like he played in 2022. I don't think that he can move on from Tyron that easily, even though he would open up a lot of cap space for Dallas. I think it is a situation in which the Cowboys need to balance saving money in the salary cap and actually sticking with players who are going to be big contributors for your season. And Tyron is that at the end of the day, even though there are some injury concerns and all of that. Moving on from Tyron just raises more and more and more question marks for this offensive line. Tyler's made left tackle, steal at right tackle, says Brian. Stephen White says pay that man and keep him. 62nd graded tackle overall this season. Tyron Smith was, according to PFF. Now, you and me can debate as long as you want about the validity of the PFF grades. But him being graded 62nd tells you that that was not his place. Like uh, Tyron Smith, unsurprisingly, didn't perform as great in the position that he had not played since 2011 when he was a rookie. So suddenly, what I think the Cowboys need to decide is, are we willing to move Tyler inside for another year as we try to get the best group of five that the Cowboys can get? And then on top of it all, you are asking yourself, how long is, gonna, how long is Tyron going to last? So if I had to give you my prediction right now, I will say it. I think that Tyler is going to slide inside, and I think that Tyron will take over at left tackle. This is just my way too early impression of things, and that takes us to the X factor in this conversation, who is none other than Terrence Steele. Because what is going to happen with Terrence Steele? Like, he did tear his ACL back in... December, like this just happened recently. The Cowboys can keep him. I mean, he is technically a free agent, but not really because he is a, an RFA, restricted free agent. For those of you who don't know the term, what it means is essentially the Cowboys can tender him. That is the word. They tender him 
with the right of first refusal. And if any other team wants to offer him a contract, the Cowboys can match that offer and keep Terrence Steele. You don't see many teams offer players with tenders contracts. So it's not like it is likely to come down to that. So if we just go based on what the price tag is for an for an right of first refusal tender, then we're talking about $3 million according to overthecap.com. That means Terrence Seal is not going to hit free agency like many of the other players. And the way that you become restricted or unrestricted has to do with how many years you have accrued in the league. And Terrence Steele has three of those. Now, it seems to me that Terrence Steele is a no-brainer. You keep Terrence Steele. The question, the real question is, are you going to have him ready to go in September? Because once more, the ACL injury happened back in December, not that long ago. Is he going to be ready? If he is going to be ready, I think you're better off at right tackle with Terrence Steele and Tyron over on the left side. However, if there is even a, a single doubt that he won't be ready to go for week one, then the Cowboys are in a more desperate situation than you would have hoped for. And circling back to the title of this video, to me, we go back to Tyler being under a lot of pressure because the Cowboys are going to ask him to, hey man, prepare as a left guard during the offseason, during your second year as a pro. A lot of players take a leap from year one to year two. We're going to ask you to prepare as a guard, but be prepared for us to turn you into a tackle once more one week before the season. That's a tough task for, for Tyler, especially in an offseason in which he's supposed to take a massive leap and improve. And yeah, it is going to be the same side. It is going to be on the left side of things. I understand that. It is more difficult to adapt from one side to another than it is from guard to tackle. But it is a different position at the end of the day. Like even in pass pro, the whole objective of pass pro Tackle set the width of the pocket, the depth, excuse me, of the pocket. And then the guards, you know, work on the inside. They work, oh no, excuse me, it's actually the width of the pocket for the tackles. I said it wrong. And then the depth of the pocket for the guards. It's a different assignments, different step taking, all of that. Let's see here uh, what you have to say about this whole thing in the chat. I do think that the Cowboys are playing a dangerous game in offensive line. Mitchell Adams says, play Av Aviante Collins until Terence Steele gets back. My confidence level would not be super high on Aviante Collins. I I I'm not going to lie to you there. Uh, Stephen White, though, does bring up the fact that Matt Willetsko is going to be in play here. My guy, Isaac Alarcon, might take a, a massive step this offseason. They are bringing him back, even though... He is no longer an international player. But but again, we're still talking about question marks, question marks. Avianti Collins is a question mark. Well, let's go. The same thing. Isaac, the same thing. Toxic Tom says, Mo, seriously, why would any player 
want to stay here long term. You never win anything and your GM tries to shortchange you all the time. I don't know about that second part. You might be right about that second part. But also, it's not like every other team is also winning 12 wins per season. And it's, hey, the NFL is tough. Like, uh, you sign with the teams that give you an opportunity. Still should be, should, uh, excuse me. Ryan says, still should be good to go. Sign the man. Yeah, I, I'm not really concerned about the Cowboys not signing Terrence Steele. I think, I think that's a done deal. And since he, he is a restricted free agent, I don't expect a lot of drama there. I just expect the news to drop one of these days that, uh, you know, come March, come, come the time for all of those moves. You're just going to hit him with that uh, right of first refusal tag. And they're going to keep him. I do wonder, though, if, if they can gamble. I, I do need to look, uh, look this over. But can they... As a team that that holds the right to him, can they offer him a multi-year deal? Kind of feel like I know the answer to this one, but I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to tell you a lie, so I will make sure to double check once the show is over and give you the correct answer for that. Because I do know that other teams can. You know, yeah, he he. They must be able to offer him a multi-year deal, even though he is an a, a restricted free agent, right? So I do wonder if the Cowboys would be willing to gamble a little bit there and say, we do believe in Terrence Steele and maybe get him at a discount now, but then you're risking, because otherwise you would be risking Terrence Steele actually playing at a high level and then having to pay him under that assumption that he's a starting caliber player and then he's going to be charging you double-digit numbers on a multi-year deal. That's an interesting debate. Maybe we should look into that one a little bit more in depth one of these days here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime and bring you back all the details and the numbers. ACL Barry says, uh, the guru Connor Williams story is ACL late, but he was ready for camp. We'll have to see. But having Tyron and Tyler and even Jason Peters gives us an excellent flexibility. No Josh Ball. <laughs> People are already hating on Josh on Josh Ball once more. But yeah, that is hey, that is a blessing in disguise that the Cowboys know they have a plan A and a plan B when it comes to Mr. Mr. Tyler Smith. Katharina says we have a quarterback. He's not as bad as everyone says he is. He had a few bad games, but which QB hasn't every player have bad days? Listen, I do agree with that. The Dak Prescott hate is getting out of hand in the social media right now. It is it is getting out of hand. I've seen player I've seen people suggest that hey the Cowboys have not won anything with Dak. Let's bring in Derek Carr, and I'm like, even under your flawed logic, <laughs> that is wrong. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. That's one of the most that, that's one of the funniest things for me when it comes to the Dak Prescott debate. People come out and and say people first and foremost believe in QB wins, which isn't a thing. And people will say the Cowboys need to move on from Dak because they have not won in the playoffs with him. But they want to bring in guys like <laughs> like Derek Carr. That's where they, I mean, they they lose me in a lot of in a lot of ways. But that's like the killing yoke. Just because you don't want to pay the dudes, is Gregory? 
Mo, they need to get rid of warning labels. A lot of really dumb people among us, says Toxic Tom. But I don't know if that is if that is directed to the oh yeah, to, to the Dak Prescott hate, I would assume. Exactly. Mark says, yeah, because Carr has won all of those Super Bowls. LOL. Sky and I actually had an exchange on Twitter earlier. I think it was yesterday on that tweet that I talked to you about, about um, the Cowboys having to go all in and extend Dak Prescott since they're already kind of going all in on Mike McCarthy. And Sky replied with, I mean, he quoted the tweet and he said something like along the lines, I don't have the tweet. I mean, I'm looking for it right now. But he he tweeted out something along the lines of, this fan base doesn't want to go all in either. The fan base is as scared as the front office is. And I replied, you know what? The only thing that this fan base wants is, someone this fan base want is lock into an elite quarterback. And we don't even know what an elite quarterback means. Mark Aaron says, aren't we over the cap right now? Yeah, the Cowboys are over the cap, but they can get below it really quickly with a Dak Prescott extension, with a Dak Prescott restructure. And we nailed it. We nailed the timing, by the way, of that ADC Sports Dallas primetime episode. We talked about extending Dak Prescott on what was it? It was on, on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, Jerry Jones came out and he said that it was a possibility that they had not ruled out. I think that's coming. I think the extension is coming. I think it would be the smart move by the Cowboys too. But anyways, moving on a little bit here on the show, uh, as we continue to talk about the offensive line, do you agree or disagree with this? This is my ideal offensive line in 2023. Now, the Cowboys might draft somebody. They might sign somebody else in free agency. But I've got Tyron at left tackle, Tyler at left guard, Tyler Biotish at 63, then the guy that is never a concern and never will be a concern, the GOAT, Zach Martin, and then Terrence Steele over on the right side. But even as, even as we look at this group, at this unit, man, I have question marks about Tyron remaining healthy. I have question marks about... Uh, not really about Tyler. I do trust Tyler, especially in year two of his career. We knew that it was going to be a process just developing him as a player and getting the technique right. Year two should be even better for Tyler. Uh, he showed what the hype was about as a rookie. He's got insane strength, insane power, and he is nasty in the trenches. Biotis had a good season, in my opinion. Sock Martin, as I said, there's never a doubt about him. And turn still, the question to me is, how healthy is he going to be week one? We know how important week one is. Like, sure, we want players to be available at some point of the season. And we know that the playoffs are not really in danger when you miss one or two games with a starter as important as a starting offensive line. Linemen, but we also know about seeding, man. Like it's it's difficult to think about seeding in week one, but also it always plays a huge role into how your postseason goes. Guru says, Yes, Mo, I agree with that starting lineup in 2023. There you go. Ryan says, looks okay, but it needs some depth. And I agree there. Agree capital A, says Holly. 
uh, Regina says, yes. Drafted left tackle and used Tyron as a swing tackle. This is Reggie Bowser. Ooh, that's interesting then. That's interesting because that would mean drafting a left tackle and then even though Tyron is not your starting left tackle, Tyler wouldn't be your left tackle. Hmm. And, and I'm not even saying that, that I... I mean, I disagree. I would play Tyler at left tackle. But not gonna lie, like that isn't even a like a super crazy possibility if you wanna if you wanna keep Tyler at guard if that is the long term goal. But I do think the long term goal is having him play play outside. So uh, the objective, the, the idea for me behind keeping Tyler inside is keeping Tyron outside, right? I do hate that you know both of them had the the last name Smith. Because we need to go by Tyron and Tyler. And even th their first names are confusing between each other. <laughs> the Wayne Browns says agree. Inez Gomez says agree. Mo says Gregory. Looks good, but it won't stay that way two games in a row. <laughs> that's, the, that's the trouble when it comes to offensive line. Did the Bengals in the playoffs too. They lost three starting linemen at the worst possible time too. And that, that ended their season, essentially, against the Chiefs. Because I do think that maybe with a healthy offensive line, uh, offensive line, the Bengals could have won that game. How's Connor Williams looking? This is Toxic Tom. So many people thought he was bad at coaching, huh? Well, hey, I don't want to pat myself on the back here. But you guys know that I wasn't in love with letting Connor Williams go. To me, uh, we, we overestimate, we underestimate how valuable an average player is in the NFL. And Williams was that, at least for the Cowboys. And yet Dallas intentionally opened up a, a huge need for Dallas. The Cowboys, the Cowboys could have had Connor Williams and, and maybe it would have been a better unit. I understood about the entire holding stuff. But but still, I would have kept Connor Williams. You know, I would have kept good players. <laughs> it's impressive that the Cowboys didn't, and then it's impressive that uh, Jerry Jones actually comes out and he says, "Oh, I don't, I don't regret moving on from Amari Cooper." What would make you think that? It's almost as as if he asked that to to the reporters. What would make you think that I regret moving on from Amari Cooper? We have to say Tyler 73 or Tyron 77 to avoid this mid confusion. Yep, I'm going to call I'm going to start calling them by their numbers. <laughs> 73 and 77. Let's do that. And hey, the Cowboys do have the 27th draft pick. They have the 59th pick and the 91st pick. I know best player available is a way to go in the draft. But would you consider offensive line a top three need, yes or no, in this year's NFL draft? Let me know in the chat. Offensive line, top three need, would you consider that, uh, yes or not? Here's why I ask. The Cowboys' top-tier priority has to be cornerback. I mean, that's my first impression of the offseason. The Cowboys need cornerback. A cornerback, especially if Donovan Wilson leaves, 
And, you know, yep, Donovan Wilson is a safety. I get that. But also the Cowboys played a ton of big nickel. I want to have an Israel Mukwamu show, by the way, because I think that he's going to be a huge piece to this entire offseason, to this entire process, especially because he has that versatility between playing corner and safety. We might we might have to try to get him back on the show, just like last, uh, uh, last offseason. That was a fun interview for sure. But I cannot think of, of other needs that would go ahead of offensive line. So I would go with top three, maybe even top two for the Cowboys. Reggie Bowser has, uh, goes with yes. Mark Aaron's 77 had his knee scoped. Yeah, he had a knee surgery. Crazy. Hell yes, is Gregory. Yes, sir, for, for Gilbert. Toxic Tom goes with yes. It is a top three need. Hell yeah, for Mark Aaron. Free agency as well. Yeah, free agency could play into this whole thing. And actually, ideally, what you want to do is cover your needs in free agency so you can have a more free NFL draft and don't go by need. But, you know, also, and we might also have to, to, to do a show about this, I think the Cowboys are a good drafting team if we are being fair and if we are comparing them to, you know, your overall NFL standards and not like our dream scenarios in which every player must turn out right. I think the Cowboys are a good drafting team. And maybe we should have a debate about this. I am a huge believer in BPA, best player available. Man, Dallas went pick by pick last year and they went need by need. Picked Tyler in the first round. They picked Sam Williams in the second round. Jalen Tolbert in the third round. We don't talk about Jalen Tolbert. <laughs> and they went Jake Ferguson in the fourth. I know that Tolbert didn't work out, at least not as a rookie. But that was one of the most impressive rookie classes that we've seen in years in Dallas. They're, they're doing something right. They are doing something right. Could we see, says Guru, could we see Blant, De'Aaron Blant, as the number two at Anthony Brown's role in 2023? Now, I've shared this take for a while. I do think that in today's NFL, your slot cornerback can be your number two. So I do see the possibility of Bland being the number two. And I also see the possibility of him playing outside or inside. But hey, if, if your slot cornerback could be your number two guy. Let's, let's not forget that part of the, of the cornerback conversation. Because some of the best receivers in this NFL are playing in the slot and they're doing it a lot. And since he, he has to carry the vertical from number two, from the number two receiver from the outside in, he needs to fit into run support. He needs to do a lot of stuff. That slot cornerback is huge for any defense. That being said, I think that you also have some versatility there. Land could play inside or outside. I think that the Cowboys would be comfortable with that. My biggest question would be, are you not trying to keep Anthony Brown? Maybe the injury, the specific injury that he suffered changes, think, uh, changes things. But if you can get him at a low cost, I would 100% consider that. 
because you do need you do need some cornerback depth. Let's see here. Uh, Guru also asked if I would have Skywalker on the show as a guest anytime soon, or vice or, or vice versa. We we need to do that in the off season. We always say that we're gonna do more crossover shows, and then we we forget about it. We get busy or something. Uh, we need to get Skywalker here on prime time, and 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 maybe we we can do a crossover on the morning show too. I'll talk to him about it 100%. Awesome videos, is Jonathan Taylor. I, I I appreciate you, sir. We drafted six senior bowl players, says Mark Aaron. I think AB is out of here, says Holly, re re uh, referring to Anthony Brown. I would lean towards believing that as well. Wouldn't be the first time or the second time that we think that, though. Like, I feel like Anthony Brown has talked around because healthy at least he's an average starting cornerback and maybe even better <laughs> toxic tom this guy <laughs> toxic tom says this guy has been asleep for hours this late at night i don't know about that <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll tell him you said that all right ladies and gentlemen that will be it for me tonight on adc sports dallas prime time offensive line heavy show not i, I was Looking into the Tyler Smith situation, and I kind of realized, oh, this offensive line is kind of a problem this offseason. So I felt like we had to talk about it on tonight's episode of ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Do me a favor and hit the like button. Share the stream. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about the show. Every thumbs up, though, puts the show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. And it takes about one second of your time. So I appreciate you if you do that. Also, remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Check out the ride of the week on their website. And hey, it is Thursday. Enjoy your weekend. Toxic Tom says, Mo is off to a thirsty Thursday. I will just say that I might kick back and relax and catch up on The Last of Us. Maybe with a beer, we'll see. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will see you tomorrow, uh, not, not tomorrow night, Sunday night. Tengan un excelente fin de semana y adiós.